What is up, Wholesale to Mirror family? We're back with another Friday Live cold call roleplay. So for those of you, if you're new to the channel, be sure to boom, smash that subscribe button. Um, but a little bit about myself. My name is Kong, also known as King Kong. Um, I've been in the real estate game for uh, over 10 years now. Um, built a six-figure month wholesaling um, business, which I do completely virtual which mean I don't meet the seller, I don't see the property, I don't meet up with the buyer, everything can be done virtual. Um, I've also built a team uh, with all of my VAs, they're from the Philippines, so I don't actually have an office space. Um, so my overhead is very, very low. Um, my whole thing about business is, you know, it's not about gross, it's about net. So, and I like to be able to uh, um, have a built a life of freedom. So I'm able to build a virtual business where I'm able to travel anywhere and still be able to close deals because I have system and have a team in place um, that right now we're producing about six figure a month um, wholesaling houses. So um, today is a Friday cold call role play. For those of you, if you don't know what this is, what you do is you punch in your phone number and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring you on a call and then we're going to role play. Um, I'm going to be the seller. You're going to be the buyer. And then we can role play back and forth. And then I can give you some tips, some advice, some feedback, um, basically to help you improve your phone call, your negotiating skills when you're talking to the seller. That way you can convert more leads into deals, block more property on the contract, and of course, make more money. So anyways, um, and if you enjoy the Friday cold call role play, please show your boy King Kong some love. Boom, smash that thumbs up and uh, let's rock and roll. Um. So go ahead and pop in your phone number and uh, let's bring you on a live. So let me go ahead and share this uh, to Instagram because we're coming in pretty low. Um, hold on a second. Um, whoops. Instagram family, we're back with the Friday cold call role play. So uh, click the link, join me live, and let's rock and roll. Man, we're coming in a little weak. So let me see here. So I'm going to add this to IG. Oh, yeah. If you haven't followed me on Instagram and uh, TikTok, please. Go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G dot, like a period, W-T-M. Um, okay. So let me share this. Okay. <clears throat> so if you're looking to close your first wholesale deal or you're looking to scale your business up to that, you know, I 10,000 consistent a month or 100,000 consistent every single month, um, I'm doing early Christmas sales. All my courses is currently... Um, 40% uh, off early Christmas sales. Just go to WTMFAM.com, WTMFAM.com. And when you check out, just use promo code XMAS, XMAS2021. All right, let's rock and roll. Any phone number? I need some phone number. That's what I need. So if you want to jump on a cold call role play with me, pop in your phone number. I'm going to bring you on live and let's rock and roll. Um. Uh, so we have no phone number. Oh, shoot. I don't know what happened. Oh, shoot. What happened? Oh, oh, there it is. Okay. I don't know what happened. So hold on a second. Uh, 
All right. Hold on a second. So I need some phone number, you guys. No phone number. We won't be able to do this. Uh, we're coming in very, very weak today. I'm a little sad. I am a little sad. I don't know if I should cry. You know, for those of you, if you haven't followed me, if you haven't checked out my Instagram stories uh, within the last uh, couple of weeks, um, got a lot of stuff that's going on in my family um, and things like that. I, I, I'm I, definitely trying to stay um, motivated. I'm actually, I'm, I'm trying to stay, uh, stay hype, uh, stay ambitious. Um, I'm trying to, you know, keep my enthusiasm up and, um, you know, continue to do what I what I need to do is obviously it's um, <clears throat> giving back and uh, helping you guys uh, make money, man. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. So we don't have any phone number. Oh boy. Well, I don't know how we're going to do this without any phone number. So <clears throat> if we got no phone number, let me talk to you guys about the current, um, a current deal that we just got locked up on the contract. So let me talk a little bit about that. Okay. So I just, we just closed on a piece of property. I was debating, should I wholesale it? Um, should I buy it, fix it, and then keep it as a long-term rental or maybe do like an Airbnb. So we bought the property for $280,000 and I got a harmony lender that was going to lend me um, on everything. All I need to do is put 10% down. So 10% of four two eighty is roughly about twenty eight thousand. Um, but then I got then I have to pay for seller closing costs, um, and all of that. And I think I came out out of pocket right around thirty eight thousand dollars. Let's just say forty thousand, forty thousand dollars to buy this property for two hundred eighty thousand. Um, I'm thinking we're probably going to end up putting about fifty thousand into the property, um, to fix it. And then if I'm going to do an Airbnb. Um, then um, I'm going to go once it's all fixed up, I'm going to go back to the bank. I'm going to do a cash out refi, which means I'm going to go to the bank. I'm going to get a lower interest rate because the Harmony lender is charging me 12% interest only. All right, for six months. So I got six months to fix up the property. I'm going to go back to the bank. I'm going to do a cash out refi. So I'm going to put a new loan on the property with the bank at about 4%. So as you guys can see, that's saving what, eight, seven or 8% already? So I'm going to put a new loan on it for 4%, do a cash out refi, which means I'm going to pull all my money that I have into the property back out. And then, um, so we're going to pay off the hard money, all right, lender with the new loan that I'm getting from the bank, because um, I'm thinking that the, uh, the, the ARV on this property is going to be right around $590,000. And the bank will loan you 75% on the appraised value. So if it's appraised for four five hundred nine. dollars 590,000 times 75%. So they will loan you 75% on it. Okay. So it comes to like, I think four, uh, let me do the math really, uh, not do, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull up the calculator. So times 590 times 75%. So they're going to loan me right around 442,000 on, um, uh, on the property. So if you take 442 minus what, I spent three hundred thousand of uh, buying the property, and then another uh, fifty thousand to fix it up. Let's just round it and make it right around three fifty. So you take uh, four forty two minus three fifty. 
right around. I'm going to get all my money back plus an extra $92,000. And that's how, um, and, and that's the beauty about real estate. And that $92,000, I don't have to pay any taxes on it because when you do a cash out refi, the money that you're getting back from the refi, it does not consider as an earned income. So you don't pay any taxes on it. And then I'm going to do an Airbnb on it. And then the money I'm going to make from the Airbnb, obviously the Airbnb is going to pay for the rental. So the, when I Airbnb or do a long-term rentals, the rent that I'm going to collect from it, it's going to be the one that it's going to be the 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 one that's going to be paying off the debt. Because a lot of you ask me, so Kong, well, you take the $92,000 back, but that's due a loan because now you get a, instead of, you know, instead of being in debt for $350,000, now you're in debt for $442,000. I said, come on, man, shit. Dude, it doesn't matter if you're in debt half a million dollars, all right? It doesn't matter. What matter is who is paying for the debt. That's what matter, my friend. So if I'm in, so if even though I'm in a larger debt, but that debt is covered by the rental income, all right? The people that's going to rent the property or Airbnb, it's going to pay for my debt and not just pay for my debt, but then you want to make sure that you're able to cash flow. Which means that once the mortgage, the expense, the management, everything is being paid, you still get paid every single month. And that, my friend, is called cash flow. Okay? So you don't want to break even. You want to make sure that you still cash flow. So over 30 years, um, the, rent, the rent is going to pay off the debt that I have on it. Every single month, I'm getting money from the property. And then I get appreciation. And then every single year, it's called depreciation where you where the rental that you have will help you offset your taxes you, you, so you pay less in taxes. That, my friend, is the beauty about real estate. You cannot do that with any other investment property. And that's how the rich get richer, and that's how the rich get wealthy, and that's how the rich pays very little in tax because they own a lot of real estate. <sighs> So there's, you know, there's good debts and bad debts. So um, anyways, man, we can't do this Friday cold call role play anymore because nobody want to punch, punch in your phone number if you want to jump on a cold call. <clears throat> oh, boy. I don't know what happened. Um, the Friday just the Friday cold call just went down. We typically get at least 100 and something people watch, but this time only 43. Mm, I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't know what happened. Um, so let me see here. Nobody enjoying the Friday cold call role play anymore. Shoot. So we might have to change this up a little bit. Um, okay, so I think someone here. Uh, how much time we got? Okay. <sighs> I am a little sad. You know, I really enjoy the Friday cold call role play. Um, so I am a little sad if we have to stop this and I'll have to figure some other stuff out, but we got someone here. So let's rock it. Hey, what's up? Hello? I got a, uh, I, I got a postcard about you guys want to buy my property. Hello? Uh, we did send you a postcard. Um, I'm sorry about that. I didn't catch your name. What was your name? Well, I mean, before I can tell you my name, I just want to know, like, hey, I, I, you know, you guys sent me a postcard saying you want to buy my property. What's this all about? 
Oh, uh, so we're an investment company looking to buy a purchase, or purchase a few properties in the area. Uh, so we're randomly calling, uh, looking to see if um, you're looking to sell your property or get a cash offer for your property. Okay, once again, once again, you know, you answer my questions, but then you stop. You got to follow through. A, a, a follow through question on that would be, bro, like, would be like, so do you, are you interested in, in, in selling your property or are you, or are you interested in getting a free, no risk, no obligation cash offer? Yeah, you're right. Okay, dude, that should be the follow through question. And that's how you maintain control, dude. <laughs> so, so are you, uh, are you, go ahead. Are you interested in getting a no risk obligated cash offer for your property? Yeah, I mean, if the price is right, yeah, absolutely. I hope the price is right. Um, I'm sorry about that. I didn't catch your name. What was your name? Uh, it's Kong. All right, have Kong. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm fine. You? All right, you. I'm I'm fine, Charles. So that's good to hear. Um, so let's get into the property. Uh, what's the general condition of the property? Okay, so you, you sent me a postcard one about my property, but you don't know anything yep. or anything about my property? Well, we can look up um, the information about your property, but you know as the owner more, more information about the property than the public. So I, I would want to know, um, get the information from you instead of, you know, like a third party source. Uh, does that make sense? So what do you want to know? Uh, the general condition of the property. Uh, is there is, are there any repairs that need to be done to the property? Well, I mean, like, listen, you know, I mean, I live here for over twenty years. You know, to me, there's nothing wrong. Um, to me, there's nothing wrong with the property. Mm -hmm. So to me, there's, so there's nothing. Yeah, to, I mean, to, to me, there's nothing wrong with the property. If you guys want to buy it and fix it up, great. If you don't, you know, it's if, if it's not, it's just, it's ready to go. Ready to go. So uh, is, it, is it in a livable uh, condition? Well, yeah, I'm living in it. Oh, you're living in it. All right. Uh, other than price, why might you be considered selling? Well, I, I mean, listen. I'm not considered selling. It's just that I got a postcard, and then you guys say you guys, you know, want to buy my property, and you have a cash offer. Hey, all right. That sounds like yeah, you're looking for the best and highest offer. Am I right? Okay, you guys. Okay, I gotta stop you here, dude. This, this, dude, this is horrible, bro. It, it, dude, this, this is a horrible conversation. All right. So, dude, let me call you back, and I'm gonna be the buyer. You're gonna be the seller. All right. Dude, this is horrible, man. Okay. Okay. Dude, it's so bad. It sounds, dude, it's so bad. Like any seller, your mic volume is going a bit low and and off. Uh okay. Oh geez. Okay, first of all, let's test out my mic really quick. Okay, how how is it now? Hello? 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 How's the volume now? <clears throat> oh boy. Like, honestly, it's sometimes I don't even know if you guys watch me or not. Like, how's the volume now? I'm asking and no one responding. <laughs> it's good? Sounds a little better. Okay, so I just want to know sounds a little bit better. Okay.
So maybe that needs to go up. Okay. It, good. Okay. Good. 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 Go better. Okay. Good. Okay. So, dude, <clears throat> whoever it was that was on the phone, dude, that's horrible. Typically, the seller, dude, like that 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 phone call is not gonna last. Seller will probably hang up within like I don't know, man, maybe less than a minute. There was no relationship building. There was no basically you're not building any any rapport. Well, let's get straight into the property, dude. Come on. Okay, let me call him and let's show him how it's done. <clears throat> hello? Hey, hello? Yeah, hi, my name is Kong and I work with a group of investors and we're looking to buy one or two property in the area and just want to see if you have a house or a property that you might consider selling. Hmm. Hello? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe? Yeah, maybe, possibly. Okay, fantastic. What's your offer? Well, the, the, you know, before I can present you with uh, the cash offer, there's actually some question I need to ask you regarding the property. Is that okay? Um, I have time right now. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay, so you do have a few minutes, right? Yep. Okay, fantastic. And I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. What's your name? My name is Sal. Sal? Yep. Sal, happy Friday. How's your day going? Good. Fantastic. So, Sal, um, you know, we are looking to buy one or two more property in the area for cash. Um, I'm glad that you give us the opportunities here to um, hopefully uh, make you an offer on your property, and hopefully we can come to an agreement on a fair price that work for you and work for us, okay? All right. So, now, Sal, besides getting the right price for the property, um, you know, what is another reason that you would consider selling it? I mean, there's no other reason. I just want to get the highest and best offer, you know. Um, other than uh, my renters not paying on time, that's it. Okay, so you want to get the best and highest offer. And the re the other reason would be because your renter hasn't been paying you on time, correct? Correct. And Sal, how long have your renter is not, ha um, it's not paying you? About six months. Oh, wow. Okay. And were they, do you know why they're not, why they stopped paying you? Honestly, I have no idea. I went to the property with the police um, and they, they just haven't answered the door. Uh, I've tried to bring them to the court, but the courts are closed right now. Mm. I don't know, but um, that's all we can do right now is go to the property with the police. And I mean, we can try, but we haven't had any luck. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, like I can, um, I can tell you, you know, um, <clears throat> we have rental property as well. And especially during this time with the whole COVID, it's extremely hard um, to evict renter. That is something that it's just really hard to do. Um, you know, we have renter that stays in there for 12 months and doesn't even pay rent. But um, thank goodness, you know, that's not my department. That's not something that I would um, that I have to worry about. But I'm just sharing with you that during COVID, it's, it's just extremely hard um, to get hard, renter um, get out renter. of the property. So, okay, so so what I'm doing here, you guys, so is that I'm guys, building. Is that I'm building. Uh, for some reason, I'm getting the echo back. Oh, you are. Yeah. So, okay, I'm just gonna hang up that call, and I'm gonna break this down really quick. The reason I say that is number one, I build rapport. Like basically, I relate. I understand what the the seller is going through, and then I and then I push on the pain. 
and let them know that, you know, during COVID, it is hard. It is, it's, if you have rental right now, it's depend on what states you're in, but it's extremely hard to evict them to get them out of the property. They can live in there for as long as they want. And you would have to go through this extreme process and it costs you a lot of money. All right. To actually get them out. So typically I would go through that. I relate and then I push on the pain. And now I would have gone back and tell them, so, so what is your plan? Right? So what if your plan, if you don't get the right price or if you got the right, like, let's just say if you didn't get the right price for the property. So then my next question, I would have moved into asking about the price. Cause right now to me, the seller is not extremely, it's not very motivated, right? He's like, Oh, I want the best and the highest offer, but he is somewhat has a, a situation with the renter. So I would have gone in and just cut down the BS and just went straight to, so, so what is the right price for you, Sal? That's what I would have done. And then I would have been, well, what happened if you don't get the right price? You won't sell? Okay. Well, so Sal, what is more important to you, right? So I'm just going to keep on diving in, build the rapport and trying to solve the problem first before I get into asking about the property. I just want to know that, is this a seller that I can work with that are willing to sell it at a discount or is it not? Because I don't want to waste my time and go into asking about property information when I know that this seller is not going to sell to me at a discount. So I would have continued um, trying to see, hey, if, if there is a, a true motivation here, right? And so I would have asked, so what if you don't get the right price? You know, what if you don't get the right price? But what if we can help you with this? What if we take over the property assets? What if we deal with, you know, uh, uh, dealing with the renters and all of that? See, so I would have gone in and I would have said, we will do this, 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 this for you. But what if you don't get the price that you want? Would you still sell because we were able to provide this for you? And then I would also jump in and I would also even say, you know, so Sal, we love to work with you. We love, we love to work our fair price with you. Um, you know, we probably, um, out of all investors in the area, we probably are, is the one, and everybody say this, we are the one that probably pays you the most and get things done very quickly. Um, but the thing is that, you know, we're not going to be able to pay you retail value. If you want top dollar retail value for your property and you can sit on it and you're not worried about it, um, then, you know, your best option would be listing it with the realtor. So I would even give them that options. Cause listen, if a seller is motivated, they, do, they probably, if, if they don't want to list their property, they will just go with you. And if they want to list their property with the realtor to get top dollar, they're not going to go with you. Okay. So I would even give them that option. So, hey, we have a realtor, blah, 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 blah. So I would go into all of that. All right. But you got to build rapport. All right. It's not about talk and then jump into, hey, let's get the proper information. There's no rapport building. And then you got to figure out what their situation is and try to dissect their situation. See if you can help them out. But typically, I um, within a couple minutes, I spent maybe three minutes. Or, if I get on a phone with the seller, if I cold call or they call in, Typically within like a couple minutes, I can, I can tell if the seller is someone that I can work with or not. Like, and when you first start out, it's going to take you a little, uh, a little bit of time to figure that out. But once you start to talk to so many seller, once you start to make so much call, like you will know, like you will identify them very quickly. So it save you on a, so it save you a lot of time. But uh, yeah, typically within a few minutes, like I would know, okay, this sellers I can work with or I cannot work with. And then I just move on. And then any seller that say, yeah, maybe I'm not ready, then we'll put them on a follow-up. 
and then we'll just keep on following up with them until one, they sell to someone else, they sell to us. That's it. That's the only two options. Otherwise, you just continue to follow up on the leads until those two things happen. One, they sell to someone else, or two, they sell to you. So, um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, let me take a uh, <clears throat> let me take a couple questions. Let me take a couple questions here. Um, network equal net worth, and a lot of times, you know, when you say network equal net worth, a a lot of people just say, but they don't understand. So, anyways. Um, I did an interview with um, I can't I forgot his name already. He was only 17. All right. So he pays. Um, this is my first um, this is my like kind of my first event, my first little meetup event that I did in Hagerstown, Maryland. The guy paid X amount to go to the event. And when he got there, guess what? He's able to network with someone that was at the event, and then they and then they end up doing a deal together, and uh he able to make 10 G's from it. Um, yeah, network is, is very, 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 uh, very, very important. And if you're surround, now listen, if you surround yourself with average people, if you surround yourself with people that, um, that are like average mindset, which mean all, all, all they talk about is drama. All they talk about is people, other people like, and all they talk about is just, you know, spending and, and not anything, um, like, you know, if, if you hang out with the loser, you kind of know, okay? And if you hang out with people that are average, guess what? You will be average. So if you want to change your life, sometimes, a lot of times, you need to start surround, um, you need to start sur changing the people you hang out with, change your environment, change your surrounding. You know, I'm not saying that, hey, quit your J-O-B. I'm saying you can go, you know, like when I work at my J-O-B, man, I don't really hang out with my coworker after work. Because I don't have time to, to sit there and BS about uh, stupid shit, right? After work, man, I went into and uh, help out the wife um, run a little small business in the mall, right? And I was, you know, and the way that they talk is just so like, oh, you know, they plan to buy things before they get their paycheck. They're like, oh, Kong, we're going to get this kind of bonus, man. I'm going to go buy a big flat screen TV. All my coworker, man, back, this was like what? Oh man, 12, 13, 13, 14 years ago, all my coworker comes in and compare flat screen TV and compare cars. I was driving a 1997 Honda Accord. My TV, man, dude, it was, I think it's, it gotta be like a 24 inch monitor. Like it's just an old TV. And they all comes in and compare flat screen TV. And guess what they use the TV for? Stupid shit, man, to play a video game. Dude. Like, honestly, like, honestly, I'm not here to like, like, I don't want to like, um, like, I don't want to like piss anyone off. But let me tell you, dude, if you're in your late 20s, even your mid 20s, and you just sit at home and playing video game and don't watch Netflix and don't want to do shit, dude, man, you're going to have a loser life, man. I'm telling you, probably going to be stuck at the J-O-B for the rest of your life. You probably complain about your income, the kind of money you're making. You probably uh, complain about your life all the time. Like, dude, like they get a big screen TV just to watch Netflix and play video games and brag about how big their screen TV is. Instead, dude, what you need to focus on is your bank account. 
Most of you, you don't have your priorities straight. Uh, okay, maybe I just a few more minutes. Uh, listen, a lot of you, you don't have your priorities straight. First, you got to get your priorities priority straight. What is it? You know, focus on your career. Focus on your career first. Build a business. Focus on your career. Number two is you got to get your money straight. Stop buying stupid shit with your money, man. Some of you, you're pimping out your car. You're, you're buying a bigger house than you can afford. You're spending all your money on easy, on the Nike, on the Louis Vuitton. Like, I don't know how many times I have to say this to wake you up, man. Because you're afraid what people are going to say and think about you. Dude, let me tell you something. People don't, people, listen, man. People don't see the now. They only see what you will be. So five years from now, if you're still the same shit, dude, they, they're going to be laughing at you. But let them laugh at you currently. But five years from now, dude, you're going to be rolling in like, dude, like your passive income. Like, like you make money while you sleep. Like you make more money while you sleep than they make more money while they're working. Dude, that is something to brag about. That is something to show off. That is something that tastes so good. <laughs> See, <clears throat> so when I was living, when I was living in the mobile home park, man, when I was living in a, uh, a shed behind a mobile home park, some of my friends and family obviously could call me a loser. They're laughing at me. They said I was never going to be successful. I was never going to mount to anything. And then guess what? Now, dude, I have, I have, uh, I bring in 10,000 a month in passive income. So this is net to me, 10,000 a month net to me off of my rental property that I do nothing. I have a property manager that takes care of everything. Like I, I don't do anything in my, um, on my rentals. And I, and it pays me 10,000 every single month. That's $120,000 a year. You know that most people spend eight years to go to college just to try to get to that six figure uh, a year. And I do that without even working. Now I say that is, you know, and my friends, I make more money on just my passive income on my rentals than my friends that went to a four and eight year degree college. So one of them is right now is, um, I think he's an accounting for a company. Dude, he, I make more money without doing shit than he makes money while working eight hours for somebody else. Now I say this, it's not to brag. It's not, you know, it's, dude, it's not to brag, but I say this is to wake you up. To let you know, pay the price today so you can pay any price tomorrow. Let them laugh at you now. But who has the last laugh? That's the one that's going to win. When I was living, dude, when I was living in the shed behind a mobile home park, man, my wife and I were making six figure a year. And they were laughing at me because I didn't tell them that, that, that how much I was making. They were making 50 G's a year. And they were laughing at me because I live in a shed. But they didn't know I was making six figure a year. I make more than them. <laughs> you know? So, so people judge you from the outside. Let them do it, man. All right? All you need to do, all right, is just focus on your own goal. Focus on your own game. And let, your, and let your success, let your results speak for itself. So now I don't say anything. I don't need to say anything anymore, man, because I roll home 
Because I go home, they, you know, obviously now my rental's like, dude, I like, I don't need to say anything anymore, man. They know. Who's laughing now, bitch? Dude, that's all matters. <clears throat> Anyways, you guys, I honestly hope that this video, um, I honestly hope that this video will help you guys out. Um, a lot of you guys, because some of you, some of you that I can tell that the reason why you're not succeeding at wholesaling is because you don't know how to talk and you don't know how to communicate with the seller properly. So when you get on the phone or you meet them in person, like you don't know what to say. You don't know how to handle the conversation. You don't know how to negotiate. You don't know how to put them under contract. You don't know how to get them to sign the contract. That is your problem. So I hope that... Um, I honestly hope that the Friday cold call role play really, really helped you guys out. That was one of my weakness. That's one of my biggest thing when I first started out that took me so long to get a prop in a contract because I was, you know, obviously English is my second language and I didn't know how to talk. I didn't know how to negotiate. Uh, negotiate. I didn't know how to maneuver. I didn't know how to build rapport. I didn't know anything like that. Uh, so I know a lot of you, you need help with that, but you don't realize that you need, you need help. You think you're good, but you don't know you don't know what good is until you see what good is. So, anyways, if you need help with talking and negotiating, check out some of my other Friday cold call role play. I've done a ton of these, and I give pretty much all my tips and all my tricks out on how you can get sellers to drop price and to lock them up under contract over the phone without meeting them. So, once again, if you enjoy this video, please show your boy King Kong some love. Boom, smash that thumbs up. But I got to say that I am a little sad today because uh, we only have uh, 85 people. Typically, we have at least close to 200 people watch. Um, but anyways, I know that I haven't been doing the Friday cold call role play. For those of you who follow me on Instagram and watching my stories, um, know that I went through a lot of stuff just within a couple of weeks um, with my whole family. But uh, I am st uh, staying strong and... Uh, just trying to keep uh, things uh, moving forward. So anyways, from the bottom of my heart, I'm grateful for each and every single one of you. Um, and uh, have a good Friday. And until next time, take care and ciao.